0: y'all welcome to Confident Health, your guide to finding your true total body health. I'm your host Allie, a certified fitness and nutrition coach driven to help you discover the real you and to love her even more. Each week we'll discuss topics on fitness, nutrition, body confidence, overall general health, self-love, and just living life. I'm so excited you're here so let's go find your confident health. Hey y'all, it's Allie and welcome to another episode of the Confident Health Podcast. I am so thankful as usual that you are joining me again this week. Are you one of those people who thinks that your workout doesn't even count if it's not tracked on your watch? Like if you forget to hit the start button when your workout starts and here you are halfway through and you're like, crap, that first bit doesn't count. Or if your calories burned isn't to a certain number, you don't think that you worked hard enough in the gym, you know, are you one of those people who literally bases the effectiveness of their training on what their watch says, cough, cough, Garmin users, you know, when it says unproductive, cough, cough, <laughs> I'm sure many of you have been there, thought that, seen the same things, and you guys I have too, but I'm here to tell you that you need to stop, I repeat, stop gauging how productive, how effective your workouts are by your watch, okay? I don't care if it's a Garmin, I don't care if it's Fitbit, Apple Watch, whatever. If you are using whatever that readout says as your end-all be-all of how effective your workout is, you are doing yourself a huge disservice, okay? Okay. I know they can be super motivating. Like when you see how many calories you burned, you're like, hell yeah, I crushed that. Or if you, like the different games and challenges that all of these fitness trackers have is great. And they're great for motivating. But that needs to be just a motivator or a means of tracking them. And here's why I say you need to stop doing this. It's because... Most of them are very inaccurate. Okay, I mean very inaccurate. There have been several studies and some of them show that it can be off by 25%, 40% all the way up to 80% inaccurate. So that number that your watch is telling you might be 80% off from what your actual body's caloric expenditure is from that workout. And those those numbers, like 80% off, is great when we're talking about shopping and sales, okay? If it's 80% off, heck yes, let's do it. But when we're talking about the number of calories burned and our productiveness of our workouts, 80% is not good. Heck, 40% still isn't very good, right? So there's a lot of discrepancy on how much calories burned because the way your body works, if you listen to my energy balance podcast, you kind of understand a little bit more. Every individual burns differently. It's affected by your age, your sex, your weight, your height, your internal body, the way it works, your genetics. There are so many factors that go into how much energy you burn during the day, during a workout, during all of this, that there's no way that little monitor on your wrist can tell you exactly the number of calories burned. For example, I wear two different fitness devices. Yes, it's weird. I It started as an experiment thing. I'm just still going with it a year later because I love it and the data fascinates me, okay? Fit nerd here over it. So I wear two different fitness trackers. I have my Garmin that I've owned for several years and then I have a Whoop strap. The Garmin obviously does all the steps. It's the one that communicates with my phone. It's my smartwatch. The Whoop literally is just a heart rate monitor. It tracks more data that way, okay? Just yesterday, like yesterday when I, from when I recorded this, I had leg day, okay? I start them both, I use them both, I use them both to track my workouts, and it's kind of part of the fun experiment for me is to see how similar the heart rates are, how similar the calories burned are, because again, they both track off of my wrist, so it's just one's on my left wrist, one's on the right wrist. That is the only difference between the location of these two trackers, okay? They're both heart rate trackers, they're both on wrists, Other than them being two different brands, that's the only difference on my body on how they read, okay? The Garmin tracked that leg day as only 76 calories burned. I I burned 76 calories, while the Whoop said that I burned 138 calories, doing the exact same workout, being started and ended the exact same times, or within seconds of each other, right? Because to shut them both off at the same time is a little bit difficult, almost impossible. But that's like significant difference here, okay? I'm like 70 calories different between the two trackers, right? So which one's right? Which one's wrong? Which one do I use for my caloric deficit? Neither. I don't use either of them for that. I literally just use them because I like to track my workouts and see my workout history on the Garmin and Strava apps, which I need the Garmin for. And I like the Whoop because, honestly, I think it tracks better my... Daily expenditures tracks my heart rate better. It helps me with my sleep. So having those workouts in there helps me know how I'm recovering, right? So use them for two different ways, two different things, information and data from two different parts, right? But I don't use either of them engaging how productive my workout is. I don't use either of them on if I'm staying in a caloric deficit for my cut, for my bikini prep, neither of them factor into that. And if you are on a weight loss, fat loss journey and you're using your tracker as the this is how I'm gauging how many calories I've burned during the day, you need to reevaluate your calorie intake to make sure that you're actually hitting the right numbers, okay? (laughs) Because you're probably not. You're probably not in a deficit that you think you are in because your Apple Watch isn't giving you the right information. Don't get me wrong. They are fantastic at step tracking, Okay, well, to the point where you're not, like, pushing a cart or a stroller because then it won't really work. (laughs) Sorry, not sorry. Um, They haven't figured that part out yet in their advancements of technology. But otherwise, calories burned, it's really not that accurate. And sure, they might get closer and closer. And if you keep the information regarding your weight, age, all that fun jazz super accurate in your health app thing like Things like that that kind of help determine that. I mean, literally, unless you're doing it almost every day, updating that, there's no real way that it is going to be able to, from your wrist, know how much you weigh, know how much your internal functions are going to know what your actual energy expenditure is during a workout. So, if you haven't gotten it yet, it's very inaccurate and you should not use it for gauging the effectiveness of your workouts. You should not use it for gauging the amount of calories you burn in any given workout because it's lying to you, okay? It's lying. Now, I still encourage you to use it as a motivator to keep you going, keep you doing the things that you're doing. Um, Use it as a way of tracking your workouts. Use it as a tool and a data point to see how things are going for you. We're in that aspect, but do not let that be the only tool that you're using. Here are a few ways of... So instead of using the watch or your fitness tracker, what should you be using to gauge the effectiveness of your workouts? Well, let me tell you. How about the rate of perceived effort? How did the workout go? Did it seem hard? Did it seem easy? Gaging that, telling me, you know, was it a hard, was it easy, was it moderate, Giving it a score that way is more important than what your watch tells you. Your weights lifted, your pace ran, your distance gone. You know, did you go up in the weights that you lifted this time for your bicep curls versus last week? Or maybe was it a little bit easier to lift the same weight than it was last week? Or did you do more reps of the same weight? Did you run farther? Did you run longer? Did you run faster? Did it seem easier, again, to do it? That's another way that you can gauge the effectiveness of your workouts. Do not, do not gauge it upon how much you sweat because that's solely, again, based upon your personal body temperature, the air around you, all that fun jazz. So we're not going to dabble into that. But how did the workout make you feel? Did you feel strong when you finished it? Did you feel weak when you finished it? Are you feeling more energized in general? Do you feel like your clothes are fitting better? Do you feel more empowered? Do you feel more confident? Those are all things that you should use in gauging the effectiveness of your workout, not the app, not the watch, okay? Use the watch and the tracker as a tool, But use all these other things that your body is telling you as the actual gauge of the effectiveness of your workout. Your body is constantly giving you cues, telling you when you're hungry, telling you how you're feeling. And if you listen to it, it will tell you how your workouts are doing, how productive and effective they are. And if you're on the ground dying every workout, if you are sore after every single workout, you know those are ways of telling you how your workouts are going too you might be going too hard if you're too sore after workouts where it hurts to sit up to sit down and get up and take stairs the whole day afterwards you know if you're not sore at all that's fine it might be that your workouts are just perfect and your recovery plan is perfect, okay? Amount of soreness is also not a way that you should be tracking the effectiveness of your workouts, but it is a way that you can see and take those body cues to figure out what you need to be doing for your fitness routine, ways that you need to be doing for your recovery, ways that you need to be adding to your nutrition, listening to your body's actual cues, what your body is actually telling you is how you should be Tracking the effectiveness of your workout. Now you might be like, Allie, okay, so I'm lost on how to figure out how I'm in a caloric deficit. If my watch isn't going to tell me, how do I figure that out? This is where having a coach or someone educated like me comes into play. I have the tools and the knowledge to based upon information that you give me, your lifestyle, different biometrics, things like that, I can help figure out what your BMR is, which is your basic metabolic rate, your resting rate, things like that, and figure out how many calories you do burn or within a pretty close range of how many calories you burn just functioning daily. Then we can take how often you work out, how often you do cardio, things like that, and figure out where you need to be to be in a caloric deficit or a caloric surplus, okay? And then I can also give you the workouts that make you feel stronger, make you feel more confident, make you feel like you have effective and efficient workouts without relying on the Garmin. When you have someone educated like me, it becomes a lot easier because we have the education and the knowledge on your specific information to get you there. So if you're lost and confused and you don't know exactly what you're doing, or maybe you're not getting the results that you want to on your own, I encourage you to apply for one-on-one coaching with me. The link is in the show notes. It's there every week. But this is a great way for us to get on a call, have a conversation, chat about your specific goals, and what you are looking to achieve, and how I can help you so you can see if we're a good fit before you dive in to a one-on-one coaching program. You guys, I hope you got a lot of real, applicable, tangible benefits from this episode. I think it's one of them that we need to remind ourselves of often. It's one that I don't struggle with so much anymore, but I know I did for the longest time, especially when I was starting out on my fitness journey, and now that I understand and I listen to my body more, I do a lot better in the gym. I'm able to eat better. I'm getting better results than when I was relying solely on what my fitness tracker was telling me. You guys, I cannot wait to talk to you again next week. Till then. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Confident Health. If you love this episode, be sure to share with a friend. Just screenshot, post to Instagram, and tag me at Allie Williamson Fit. So be sure to follow the podcast so you never miss another episode. Chat soon.